TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. KM, on the fan. I'm not about to rap, man. I can say some stuff. It can sound kind of tough. I might have another line, but I'm not about to rhyme. I'll take my time. Feeling fine on a Friday evening. Touch the ceiling. I'm up there. Up where? Somewhere. <laughs> Paulie's ripping it, man. But like, I, I, I came in with the pre- prepared lyrics. Like, I can't, I can't come in with freestyles. Can't give too much for free. Freestyle Friday, Freaky Friday, Friday the 13th, Friday vibes. I miss the sunset. I miss the sunset in my studio rapping for 90 minutes. <laughs> my wife texted me a picture and I was like, oh, whoa. Worth it, worth it. Like I said, when when inspiration hits, you got to act. That's the thing about me as far as like rapping. I think I've told you guys like I used to rap all the time when I was younger when I had all the free time to like sit down and write uh, you know, eight bars, 16 bars. I don't even know how many bars I spit tonight. But uh, it just came to me. And I was like, today's the day. Everything just clicked. I'm like, they played a rap on WFAN. And when I listen to raps, I listen to bars. Like, I want to, like, I'm listening to the the line you say. And then the next line, you rhyme with that line. And if you don't say something in those two lines, in those two bars, to make me say, oh, then it's not a good rap. Just because it rhymes doesn't mean it's a good rap. And just because it rhymes doesn't mean it flows. Anyway. Back to the show. Teddy's in Yonkers on the fan. Go for it, Teddy. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Keith, uh, while I was waiting on, on hold, I wrote a few lines, and this is good for you. Get hit, potato chip, understand, rubber band. Keith is the boss. Applesauce, leave him alone, chicken bone. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Good. Uh, Keith, getting back to sports, I'm so impressed with Brunson for the Knicks. Yeah. I know you're a Net fan, but let me just say this. Keith, if you, I think you're going to agree with me on this point. If you do not have a healthy Durant and Kyrie Irving, you're not going to win the East. 
Do you agree with me on that? Win the East. They're, they got swept last year with Katie and Kyrie. They're not going to win anything without one or the other. Uh, they have a little better roster. But, yeah, I'm I'm a Jalen Brunson fan. He's from New Brunswick, New Jersey, and he was a legend. People knew about him before he went down to Villanova, and then he became more of a legend winning down there. And now he's back in the area, not all the way out in Dallas. And uh, he's showing people what, you know, we've all known oh, he I was. Just, uh, I just love him. His, his, he, not only is he a very good player, great he's a leader. Player, he's just, he, he just, he just he exudes makes, leadership. He makes better. Yeah. He makes his teammates better. Yeah. And that's the criteria to determine whether or not he is a great player. Point Making yep. your teammates better. And I wanted to say that. And, Keith, I'm happy for the Giants. What's your prognosis for the Giants against Minnesota? And I'll hang up. Good Thanks talk. for the call, Teddy, and the rhymes, and the uh, Jalen Brunson talk, and, of course, the Giants talk. So I put my picks out there. I'll go through them again. I don't think anyone's going to hold me to them because I'm not competing against anyone, but I promise I'll put a $10 parlay on the picks that I made. With the Giants, I took the Giants, plus three. I think they can win. I might even throw some money on the money line. I think they can win, and I don't think it's us getting too ahead of ourselves or getting too cocky or under underestimating the Vikings. Like, we've seen the Vikings get smacked. You hear me crying about the Cowboys. The Cowboys beat them 40-3. to three. So I, I took the Giants, plus three. I also feel like there has to be some kind of upset. I'm not taking Seattle money line, but I think it would be an upset if they backdoor cover. So I'm taking them to cover uh, with that nine and a half. I'm hoping that Brock Purdy throws an interception or, or looks like a rookie and, you know, maybe uh, that comes to to fruition. But, I don't know, it's probably Niners minus 14, minus 20. But I'm going to take the Seahawks plus nine. The Jaguars plus two and a half at home on a Saturday with Trevor Lawrence. Let's go, Buffalo. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Minus 13 and a half over the Dolphins. Easy. Who they say they're going to beat them Bengals? Who they definitely is... Going to handle Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. They're cooked. Like, there's a Lamar Jackson cloud over their whole organization. I'm taking the Bengals minus eight and a half. And as much as they pain me, as much as I don't want to believe in them, as much as I've called them frauds, they can't lose this one. Can't go lose to old man Tom Brady and uh, a team that won eight games, the worst division in football. I, I'm taking Dallas minus two and a half on Monday night. They better win that game. And that, those are my picks and those are my thoughts. And, uh, you know, I think I'm locked in on all of them. Maybe I would change the Seahawks one, but I'm going to take a chance on that. I just think that the Seahawks are well coached, that the Seahawks had so much riding on that Sunday night game, and then the Lions won, and it probably gave them this jolt of energy, and Geno's got something to prove. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know, all those guys. Uh, Geno this year, I read. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Broccoli, broccoli, broccoli. <clears throat> I read that Geno Smith beat Russell Wilson's uh, single-season passing yards record for the Seahawks. And I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, well, he's probably the guy out there in Seattle for a little while, and he's got more to prove. You know, what's what's Russell Wilson's claim to fame? He won a Super Bowl out there. And uh, I don't think that the Seahawks can win a Super Bowl, but imagine them playing a close game with the Niners, their division rival that they're seeing for the third time. I don't know. I think they can play them close. I don't think they're going to lose. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. Super Wild Card Weekend. I will probably do this as well. Try and think about what players 
will score touchdowns, put together an anytime pl- touchdown parlay. I never do them more than three legs. And then also I will do the um, two touchdown scores, and those are just straight bets. Put like 25, 50 bucks on a straight bet for somebody to score two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey is one that comes to mind. And I also like to do like, you know, teasers and like, you know, bigger spreads. Like I said, uh, I might bet the Seahawks plus nine and a half, but then I might see what the money is on the Niners to to like beat them by 20 and throw a bet on that. Yeah, Geno Smith has officially set the Seahawks single season passing yards record, surpassing Russell Wilson. What a tough year for Russ. Russ got to bounce back. Let's bounce back to these phones. Let's go to Jersey and talk to Sean on the fan. What's up, Sean? Hey, Mac. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for calling my show. All right. Um, listen, the, I don't know. The division game with the Seahawks and the 49ers, I, I don't like three times in one season. And the points, what's that, eight and a half now? Nine and a half. Did it go down? Nine and a half. It's nine and a half. I, I, I thought it opened at eight and a half. Yeah, it's, it's the, nine and a half. Handle, the handle on that is almost 77% 49ers. So, I mean, that's where all the money's going. If that, I wouldn't be surprised if that hit 10 mm-hmm. for the guys buying in. Um, it's the first game, too. That's another thing. It's Saturday at 4.31 um, p.m. Eastern time, and they're playing uh-huh. out in California, so it's a it's a one thirty game. That could be a little weird. You never know. It could be a little, little uh, yeah, that uh, absolutely. I mean, you, you know, you, you have to, you have to take trends into consideration when you bet. You know, you you're betting. Do your homework. Yeah, for you know, sure. You got to do your homework if you're putting your money out there. Don't be a fool. Um, your Cowboys on Monday night. The only reason I think that they don't win the game is if your secondary decides to get greedy, a la Diggs, who likes to jump routes all the time. Or, 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 or think you know he's gonna. He thinks he's gonna do that to he Brady. He can't do that. He can't do that because they if all. He, he that's his mo. He, they know he does that. They're gonna double move him, and and I've yeah, seen them throw those yeah. double moves a bunch. And you have and you have two of the guy two of the best route runners in football, and then you have Brady still at forty five, and you played football. You were a quarterback. He still gets rid of the football fans. fastest than in the league. In the NFL. Yep, fastest release and, in the and, league. And that—that that is the only reason why I think the Cowboys can lose is because if their secondary decides to get greedy, which I think yeah. they will. And if Dak Prescott gives them the ball and gives them an extra chance, uh, I, there's a few reasons they could lose. Yeah, look, if, if here, here, here's your formula, and I'm a Giants fan. I want to get to them next. It, your formula to, to is keep Brady off the field. So what do you do? Run you, the get, ball. you give you give the ball to Tony. You give the ball to Tony fifteen twenty times. You give the ball to Dak fifteen times. That keeps them off the field. Yeah, they can't have Dak throwing the ball forty times. They need to. No, they, they need to give. There, there's a stat out there. I think the, the Dallas Cowboys are eight and zero when Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard get fifteen touches each, and yeah. uh, it just doesn't happen enough in the last four years. But that's because they abandon the run. Kellen Moore he freaks out and he tries to get cute. And you can't get cute with Dak Prescott because then he starts pressing and he's trying to do too much. He, like, overreads the defense. Like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go backside. No, like, go to the first read, second read. Don't determine that you like this matchup with Noah Brown. I'll never get over that from from last week. I'm like, why did he throw that pick six? <laughs> it, with, 
I think with 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 Dak is when he has he's not a he doesn't seem to be a big wide receiver type type of quarterback. He likes his tight ends. He likes throwing the guys out of the backfield. And when he tries to force that ball in, it's as good as Lamb is at getting the ball. I mean, and if you get it within a yard of that guy, he will catch it, without a doubt. I mean, if you if you can get his hands on it, he'll bring it in. Uh, Gallup, not so much, but I mean, stick to the tight end, stick to running, and this, and the Giants got to do the same thing. The Giants need to do the same thing. You need to put the ball in Barkley's hand. Yep. Uh, you know, let Saquon carry you to the promised land, and then Daniel That's Jones it. will run it too. And then when they give you opportunities, they don't have a good secondary. They don't have a good pass defense. Take some and shots. Look, here, here is what here is what people have not been mentioning, and I know. And one guy called in and mentioned it on the show tonight. They're playing with a banged up second string center, Minnesota. Yeah, and and you and now you have to block Williams. Dexter Lawrence Dexter, right in your face. Dexter Lawrence and, and this and this other maniac Thibodeau. I mean they're Aziz Ojolari, let's see it, you know? These yeah, guys are supposed this, to be healthy finally as a unit. Let's see it. Yeah, I wanna see it. I wanna see what's going on. I mean I've been I've been going to these games. I've been a season ticket holder for quite a long time, been going for thirty years. I've been my you know, the tickets were turned over to me about fifteen years ago. And that's how that's how long I've been watching this team and you know, I remember I remember when your Cowboys were really, really, really good. And so I can understand why you're a Cowboy Yeah, fan. and you got your payback, and it seems like the Cowboys have the Giants' number, obviously, in the regular season. But, you know, oh, yeah. I'll never yeah, get yeah, over yeah. 2007, not... 2011. Those were rough. Those, were, I mean. <laughs> Speaking of interceptions, yep. Tony Romo threw one of the biggest interceptions in franchise history. Terrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm getting on to, I wanted to make a baseball comment. Yeah. Where do where where have where do you think the Yankees have made the most progress? I'm not a Yankee fan. I just want to let you, just want to let you know that. Where do you think the Yankees got better? And there, you know, was it bullpen? Is it you know because of Bader in center field? Where have the Yankees gotten better? I'll hang up. I'll listen to your comments. Thank you. I find you very entertaining, very knowledgeable, and I listen to you every night. Thank you very much, Sean. Appreciate the call. Where have the Yankees improved? The rotation. That's pretty much it. Bullpen, I guess you can say, yeah, just addition by subtraction. I asked Matt Blake on the podcast. I said, how annoying is it when you got to go to a role this Chapman? Just kidding. No, I actually asked him that, but I said just kidding because I didn't want him to answer it on the pod. He doesn't have to ever go to a role this Chapman again, and that's Booney going to a role this Chapman and – that's because they have a script and a game plan. Like, okay, when we get there, we're going to, like, whatever. He's gone. Britain's gone. And uh, Chad Green is probably gone. And uh, I think, I don't know, is Chad Green signed anywhere? He probably isn't coming back. But if he doesn't sign anywhere, maybe they could sign him for low. Ron Marinasio, he's going to be better after the rookie season he just had. If Yankees fans are following the Yes Network, which I know they are, you saw Michael King has been in the bullpen. He's been throwing. And uh, I'm looking forward to Tommy Canley's reunion. So I guess I could say the bullpen is going to be improved. Clark Schmidt, I don't know about him. Lou Trevino, I guess. Clay Holmes, Jonathan Loisega. Like, the Yankees bullpen is solid. But it's really the rotation because now – you're looking at Frankie Montas as your fifth starter, and if he's healthy and doesn't have the issue he had last year, and he can be just a fifth starter and he's a, adapted to New York or, I don't know, adjusts better this year, 
if that's your fifth starter, like, that guy is an ace on some staffs when he's right. All right, maybe I'm stretching a little bit. But he's a pretty good pitcher. Um, he's he's only got two pitches. But if that's your fifth starter for the Yankees, and you're going Cole, Carlos Rodon, Luis Severino, Nestor Cortez, and then Montas, like, obviously you know what Cole is. You, you know what Carlos Rodon is as well. He's an all-star. Those are two all-stars at the top. Nestor was an all-star this year. Severino in his own right is an ace at times, could have been an all-star. Maybe he'll be an all-star this next year. Like, the Yankees improved their rotation. I I love that they actually went and did it. It wasn't just go re-sign Judge. They, they had no choice but to re-sign Judge. They, they fumbled the the re-signing of Judge. We shouldn't have even had to worry. We shouldn't have, There should have never been a threat of an arson Judge is reportedly going, like, the Yankees should have had him locked up, but whatever, they didn't let him go anywhere. They re-signed Rizzo. And uh, I think they're going to be ready to roll with Harrison Bader in, in center and DJ LeMay, who's got to be healthy. And they still can improve by finding anywhere to send Aaron Hicks and find anyone that can play in left field. And then also with Josh Donaldson, finding someone to take some time away from him so he's not the everyday third baseman. He's just got too much money on that deal to, to move. I don't think anybody would be stupid enough to take that $21 million off the Yankees' hands after seeing what Josh Donaldson looked like last year, but there is a chance that someone just beats him out. Could be DJ, right? If they're sticking with Glaber and not trading Glaber, can I see a healthy DJ at third or a IKF at third? You re-signed him for a year, and supposedly Oswald Peraza is the leading candidate to, to be the starter at shortstop if Volpe doesn't beat him out. So I think even if Volpe does be, beat him out in spring training, they start with Volpe in AAA, and uh, they see how Oswaldo does to start the season and whatever. I don't know yet. But where did the Yankees improve was the, the question. And the answer to that is simple, the rotation. All right, let's take this break. Keith McPherson on the fan. I've got about a half hour left. Call me up. Add something to my show. I appreciate you guys. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Guys, I'll be right back. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Straight classics. Like, this is how we do Friday night. On the fan, hanging out, talking sports, watching basketball. Wish I could watch the Devils. They're about to actually make me buy ESPN Plus or Hulu so that I don't miss these Devils games on, on, like, it's so corny how they do this. I understand the business and, 
you know, the deals. But the Devils were up 3-0. Now they're up 4-1. They were up 3-0 in the first period. I'm, like, trying to get the game on in here. And I'm like, oh, it's ESPN Hulu again. I don't, I don't have that. It's not available to me. And I was reading online. They're saying Devils fans are in Anaheim. And it sounds like a Devils crowd. I'm like, what? We are in a different world. Devils fans are starting to really start, like, mobbing and popping out. Okay. Okay, shout out to my Devils fans that listen to the fan. Second period, Devils up 4-1, cruising. Don't have a let up. All right. Um, 877-337-6666. Paulie just hit me with some news. Mark Feinstein reports the Yankees and Nestor Cortez Jr. have agreed to a $3.2 million deal for 2023 to avoid arbitration. Good for Nestor. Good for Nestor. I'm going to text Nestor and be like, hey, let me hold $5. <laughs> I'm going to text Nestor. He's my guy. He's my boy. I'm going to text him. He is. I'm going to hit Nestor. Like, let, me, let me hold something, bro. Let me, let me cash out me five, bro, just because I know you got it now. I'm proud. I'm happy for the man because we talked a lot about how much money Garrett Cole makes versus what Nestor makes. It's just like... It didn't seem right. Two all-stars, and uh, Garrett Cole has a $36 million a year contract. And before this, I think Nestor was under a million. So, good. Nestor's a millionaire. I'm happy for him and his girl. Have a big wedding. I don't need an invite. Not because I wouldn't want to go, just because I have a principal. Don't invite me to your wedding. Don't waste a table on me. Invite your aunt's you know, friend that, uh, you know, you met, like, do something else with it. Like, if there's a family tie and the decision is between the family tie and me, go with the family tie. If if, if it's your uncle's best friend that, you know, you grew up in the same neighborhood and invite him. Give him the, the plate. I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. I like weddings, but I also don't like weddings. I don't, I don't like the gift giving and then the awkwardness and then like the families coming together. And it's like some people do too much. Some people are getting too drunk. Other people are trying to like make the wedding about themselves. Some people co- go to weddings trying to outshine the couple that's having a wedding. Like chill, chill. Speaking of weddings, my father-in-law texted me. Uh, he said good show tonight. And he also re- reminded me to mention uh, <laughs> my Cowboys uh, bathrobe. And I text him back, no, I love that robe. I will not be throwing that out. He got me a nice, like, soft Dallas Cowboys robe that I use. I'm not even a robe guy, but, uh, you know, it's it's a nice robe, like, when you get out of the shower. And the way, like, my apartment's set up, I use the guest bathroom, and I just let my wife use the master ba- uh, bathroom. So, like, I have to walk from, you know, it's not far, <laughs> walk from the guest ba- bathroom to the bedroom and uh instead of doing the like you know in my towel walking in the hallway and then coming back you know i feel like i'm getting too graphic i'm i'm, I'm voted the second cleanest host on wfan but yeah i uh <laughs> paulie puts his arms up like this is fine <laughs> i use the robe now the robe you know I, I get out of the shower i dry off throw the robe on leave the towels there don't have to you know run the towels back have the robe on chill whatever get dressed and then uh, the robe will just stay on the bed for an hour and a half until I'm ready to move it back. So shout out to Kerry. Uh, appreciate that gift. And I'm not getting rid of uh, that Cowboys gear, even if they lose to Tom Brady. And Kerry is a Patriots fan and somewhat of a Cowboys fan. And 
He's seen Tom Brady for years. I remember we watched the Super Bowl at my apartment, I think, in 2017. And uh, I thought Tom was going to hang it up then. And I've been saying every year since he's going to hang it up, he's like, you said Tom Brady's going to retire. I'm like, I've been waiting on it. I've been counting on it. I've been expecting him to hang it up. And we thought it was last year. And nope, he's right back. And look what I get. I get to watch the team I root for face the GOAT. And it is nerve-wracking. All right, back to the phones. Dan is in Sparta, New Jersey, next up on the fan. Hello. Hey. Hello. Let me see here. Uh, how do I do this here? You just, like, ask a question? Yes. Or, like, you say, like, Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I am so sorry. Um, yeah, I had a, actually a dual print. Uh, I, I had a couple uh, scenarios, and Matt, I just want to uh, first. You like you like hockey. I do now. I had a, <laughs> I had a friend of mine that wanted me to ask why Blackwood was taken out, and uh, it doesn't seem as fair that that uh, Schmid was sent to the minors, and he's he's kind of dissed. Does that sound right? Who are we talking about? The Devils. I'm not watching the game. I don't have the game on in here. That's what I was just saying. So if they took somebody else out or there's substitution or uh, like I, I'm not watching the game. Um, I don't have it on. Let me look at the box score. I'm not following it, though, and I'm hosting. So I've just been kind of glancing at the score. All right, and the call just dropped off. What's going on, bro? We're starting to get to the late night. Loopy on the late night. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, I don't even remember his name now. Dan and Sparta. Dan was like, how do I do this? I'm like, you can ask a question. You can say what's up. And then he asked a hockey question. I'm like, wait, what are we talking I just said I wasn't watching the game. I, I can't I can't speak on. It's, 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 fr- it's late. It's weird weather right now. It was 55 degrees. It's going to be like 30 tomorrow. It's Friday the 13th. We're bound to get some type of Freaky Friday. This Alamo Dome shot is ridiculous. It looks like a Drake concert. Travis Scott concert. The way they turned the lights out and rocked in there. 68,323 people in the Alamo Dome. Like, this is something that, like, people in Texas will remember for a long time. It's such a Texas thing. Like, everyone that lives around there bought a ticket. And people that live further bought a ticket. Moving along. Nicole is in Wayne, New Jersey on the fan. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Keith. It's Nicole. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Loud and clear. Okay, perfect. All right. Because I just pulled over to the car. Um, I just wanted to talk about the Bengals game. I'm a huge Bengals fan. Um, even though I'm from Jersey, I grew up Bengals fan since the early 90s. Um, and pretty much the only Bengals fan I know of, of all my friends and family. Um, I wanted to know what you thought, how real you think the Bengals are. Um, I know that we had a nice run last year. Um, you know, I, I know I'm biased, but I think that we have a good run this year. I think we could go far. Um, so what do you think about the Bengals and how far we could really go? I mean, last year they shocked the world, right? Last year they went on the road last year. No one really was picking them to do what they did and they just kept winning. And I think I heard a quote from Joe Burrow where he said, like, they're Super Bowl contenders 
in his whole career window. Like their their Super Bowl window is his whole career. That's what he said. <laughs> Basically, right. like, like, any year that I'm here, we can get to the Super Bowl because he's that nice. Like he's that good, and he's got the weapons. And I I had mentioned earlier, like T Higgins, Boyd, Chase, Burrow. They're they're looking for revenge. They're coming back. They're trying to get back to the uh, AFC Championship. They're trying to get back to the Super Bowl and prove that last year wasn't a fluke. So I'm not sleeping on them. They get a kind of layup game. They get a, a soft uh, first opponent that they're familiar with at home. They just played them, and they're not facing Lamar. They should beat them. And, I mean, I don't know. I think they're better than the Bills. I think it's, it's how do you them How the... do you think that um, their O-line is going to be? Because I know that, you know, Karras is out. We have a couple guys. Capital looks like he's going to be out for, you know, definitely. They did Sunday it last season. year with what was considered a subpar <laughs> offensive line. Uh, they got my boy yeah. Lalel Collins from the Dallas Cowboys over there now. I think the, they'll be fine. And like I said, they did it last year without a solid offensive line. Joe Burrow knows the deal. Uh, he knows who he's facing. Like, I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be all right. I don't think that O-line – I think that O-line, it took them a couple games to, like, reshuffle and improve, but I think they're better than what he had last year. So with the experience of the run that they had last year going into this playoffs – I wouldn't count them out. I think they can get back to the Super Bowl. My pick is the Chiefs, but you never know. They went to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs last year. I was at that game. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Good for um, you. And I'm actually going to the game on Sunday, too. I'm leaving tomorrow, driving out there to Real Cincinnati. Real fans. So you go, you, you go from I've Jersey been, to Ohio? Yeah, I go from Wayne to – it's about like a 13-hour drive. I go – I've been to five games this year in Cincinnati, and – to, I went to the two in, at MetLife, you know, the preseason against the Giants and one against the Jets. And then the, um, I went to Baltimore and I went to Christmas Eve. Dedication. My whole family had COVID and I was able to go to, uh, what's it called, um, New England. I went to more Bengals games than most people. You are, <laughs> you are the New Jersey captain of the Hootay Nation. Yeah. yeah, I'm a little crazy. Um, also, I also, I'm a huge Michigan fan, University of Michigan yeah. football fan, and there's all this talk about Jim, you know, Harbaugh leaving. Um, if he does leave, where do you think would be a good landing spot for him in the NFL? I mean, he, he already had his stint with the Niners, and I don't know if he would want to go back out west. I don't know. We heard that the Panthers were first to check on him. I, I really think he comes back because I think at this point in his career, he wants the control that he has at Michigan, right? He's going to want that right. type of control at the NFL level. So that takes a GM that's willing to really work with him. Um, I don't know. if he Does he want to go back out west to, like, the Cardinals, the Broncos? I doubt he wants to go to Houston. I know he played for the Colts. That might be an option. Uh, well, as a Michigan fan, I just hope he stays. I know a lot I think of he stays. Us fans. I think a lot of us fans, you know, a lot of fans don't. I don't know. I talk to everybody and they can't stand, you know, Harbaugh. But I love Harbaugh. Um, but yeah, no, I wanted to thank you. Uh, this is the first time that I was on. You know, I called into the station and actually got on the show. Oh, um, great! Thanks for calling. So yes. Yeah, um, and I, I used to be in journalism, so I, you know, I give you guys a lot of credit. I got out of, I was actually in sports journalism, and then I got out of it. And Where'd you go to school? New, I went to UConn. So oh, nice. I went UConn, to UConn, Huskies. and now, and they have a great, they have a great um, communication department up there. 
Yeah, yeah. I was at UConn, and then I decided that I I really wanted to be a lawyer, so now I'm in law school. So, <laughs> how far so along are you? You still got plenty of years on that, or what? I got I got one more year of law school, oh, and then you know I'm working at a law firm now as a paralegal. So, but I got one more year of law school, and just move I to Cincinnati and try and be a lawyer for the Cincinnati Bengals, and you're in. There. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> But no, I thank you for the call, and I really enjoy it. And you know, not a lot of people talk about the Bengals on sports radio and and uh, the TV. And I'm happy that you know you you guys were able to let me get on here and voice my opinion about the Bengals. And good luck with your Cowboys on Monday, and I'll be watching it um, on the you know on my way home from Jersey, you know, or on my way back to Jersey from Cincinnati. So good luck with your Cowboys, and I hope you know. I'm a, I'm a little biased because, you know, Brady went to Michigan, so. <laughs> yeah, but he's won but, enough. We've seen enough. I <laughs> <laughs> know, but good luck with your Cowboys, and, you know, I hope to call you guys back soon um, on the radio. Awesome. So thank you for everything. Thanks for the call, Nicole. First call, first time, long time. Who day? Who day nation? Bengals fans. Calling the fan in New York. You know, I mean, it's New York, but we're talking all sports, and I feel like a lot of us do take – you know, an approach to, like, all of the national topics. And New York is a place where there's fans of every team, every league, every team. So you never know who's listening, who, you know, Nicole, a fan in Wayne, New Jersey, of the Cincinnati Bengals, who's listening to WFAN and hoping that there's some conversation around her Bengals. And she calls in for the first time. That's great. And I appreciate her calling into my show. Let's see here. It's 1142. I got to take this break. Keith McPherson on the fan. If you're on hold, stay on hold. I'll get to you right after this. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. He's homered. Derek Jeter homers to tie the game. And there it is. Hit number 3,000. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Another five-hour show in the books. Today was a good day. Big shout-out to Paulie dropping beats and bringing me in and out of breaks and telling me when to break and telling me to say broccoli so I don't sneeze and when I had the hiccups filling in and telling us about the leopard that escaped from the zoo. We, we needed that. It did something for the five hours. Hey, I didn't get the uh, the Twitter <laughs> handle. Paul's randomness for nothing. <laughs> Follow him at Paul's randomness. We might need to change your Twitter handle. <laughs> it's it's been going on for a while. I'm I'm shocked that I haven't been told. Can you get a can you change it a little bit? But Paul's randomness works. And just go go with your name. <laughs> my my Twitter handle is Keith McPherson. There's no nicknames. There's no code names. No screen names. Just go with the, go with your government. There's a lot of Paul Rosenbergs, though, specifically a, oh, yeah. a famous one. Yeah, who, can't really just roll out. There. Well, uh, Paul Rosenberg, WFAN, is too long. Right, and Paul Rosenberg, I'm sure, is taken by Eminem's lawyer, mm-hmm. the famous Paul Rosenberg as well. Well, we have Tom Izzo here, not to be confused with Tom Izzo from Michigan State. And everyone always tags him. And he always the, gets yes. that, yeah. And doesn't Izzo have WFAN in his handle? 
Yeah, Tom is O W F A N. People never mind that. They don't know what that means. But uh, yeah, Nestor Cortez is on Twitter after he just became a millionaire. He said, it's a special day for my family and me, especially my parents. Sacrifice so much for the American dream. Always put me ahead of their needs. For everyone, keep grinding and stay hungry. This is the start, no matter what comes next. And so instead of texting him, I'm just about to reply. Let me hold $5. And let's see if he sends it through the cash app. All right, let's take these calls. You could say 500 5500 <laughs> Ralphie is up in the Bronx on the fan. Yeah. Go for it, Ralphie. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, you're on. I got you. Yeah, let me hold $5. <laughs> just, just simple as that. Sometimes you got to ask to see if they'll do it. It's true, man, because cause if you look at all the sacrifices your parents did throughout all your years supporting you and everything. But, um, hey, um, I've been listening to you every night, driving home from work every day. I didn't know you was a Cowboys fan, and I'm a big Eagles fan. It just yeah. would have been great had our QB1s face each other this week or, like, um, maybe this next season. week. Maybe next week, right? I think if Dallas beats... Depending on the seating, right? If Dallas beats yeah, yeah. Tom's, Tom Brady, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a rematch. QB one versus QB one, that'd be great. That's what we need to see. Not Cooper Rush and Gardner Minshew. Nope, nope. But QB one versus QB one, that'd be great. And I just hope for that to happen. That's the only reason why I really call, just to see what's your take on it. I know I'm trying to be unbiased as possible, but um. I really want to see the Chiefs and Eagles in the Super Bowl. Just see yep. Andy Reid. I was about to say that was already my call earlier in the show. I'm not sure when when you might have checked in. I definitely said it. Someone asked me my Super Bowl pick. I I, I started off the year saying that I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, and I would love yep. to see the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't I can't live in a world where the Eagles win another Super Bowl and burn their city down again. Do you know my daughter was born the year the Super Bowl or the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2018, and I was tempted on naming her Kelly because of the Kelly Green and everything like that. But um, we ended up naming her Chelsea. But um, it was just great to know that I was able to be alive for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. It was cool, you know. Yep. As a fan, I mean, you need that. I'm struggling out here. I don't know when the next Super Bowl is going to come, but at least you can live off that one. As a, as a kid, I used to literally make fun of Eagles fans and say, you don't have a ring. You're never going to win a ring. <laughs> and, you know, like I've been listening to you every night, and you've been real cool and real recognized real. I actually really like you because the other night somebody said you had a sweet voice or something like that, and the second you said, hey, yo, after, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I really like this guy, man. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, you're, they said something like, uh, your voice is bubbly. I was like, hey, yo, you got, the wrong, you got the wrong idea about me. I'm a nice guy, but chill out. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, pause. Oh, man, you're really recognized here, man. I really like you, man. Take Appreciate care, it. man. Good night. Thanks for the call, Ralphie. Last call of the night goes to Philip in Jamaica, Queens. Go for it, Phil. Hello, uh, thank you for taking my call, and uh, you have a great show, and I always love hearing you talk about sports. And I'm a Jets fan, and I want to ask about the Jets. If you were the Jets, you have a number one draft choice to be, like, in the middle. What do you think their most important need? I personally think it's the offensive line, and they mm -hmm. sign a free agent, 
as a quarterback. I personally like Carr. And what do you think uh, the status of Beckham is? Everyone with, with seems the, to forget um, about Beckham. With the 13th overall pick, they have to make up for the Makai Becton pick, and they have to make up for not taking an O-lineman this year. So get the top offensive lineman on the board. I don't know if that's a tackle. If it is, take him at 13, and then hopefully you get a healthy Vera Tucker back and Tollinson, and they they, they got to repair that line first because I don't care who's playing quarterback. If you can't protect, they're not going to be able to play well. And Brees Hall is coming back off a knee injury, and you got to open up holes for that guy, so he's good. So That's all I've got, folks. And uh, the way this tunnel's set up, if I literally don't run out of here right now on a Friday night, who knows what time I'm getting home. So I appreciate everybody calling up at Keith McPherson on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, good luck this weekend. Gamble responsibly. C-Max coming up next. Rock out with him. Call his show. Support his show. And keep the conversation rolling. WFAN, Friday Night Vibes, Friday the 13th. In my rap, I said KM to AM till it's Saturday. And in a few minutes, it will be Saturday. But I literally have to run so I can get through the tunnel. I'm out of here. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.